on today's show, the Sony LFS50G. Welcome everyone to My Weekly Tech Vibe. My name is Chris and this is your podcast about how technology can improve our lives and create a better world. Out of the box you get a smart speaker that looks remarkably like an Apple HomePod, but it's a lot smaller and it uses Google Assistant and not Siri. Phew! Available in blue, white or black, I paid $179 from Good Guys. For up-to-date prices, check down below as it typically retails for about $249. IPX3 rated, you could splash a little water on it, plus you can also take the cover off if that's how you roll. Utilizing a combination of clever speaker tech, it sports a damped bass reflex duct, 53mm subwoofer and downward firing 48mm speaker, all of which combine for 360 degree sound and output. I'll describe this unit as being suitable for either a bedroom or a kitchen. It connects to your Wi-Fi on either 2.4 or 5 GHz bands and any one of the ABGN standards. In terms of controls, you've got two physical buttons located on the rear and NFC for quick Bluetooth pairing. The Mew control will stop Google Assistant from listening to you and the Bluetooth pairing for any device that you want to connect. On the front, you've got a really handy but definitely underutilized display showing the time and volume level, which compared to like most other smart speakers out there is great. As you can clearly see how high or low your volume is. There are four color changing indicator LEDs. You know when Google Assistant is active and there's another set of lights that give you like Jedi controls. These magical gestures can be used to play, pause music, swipe backwards, Whereas if you swipe forwards, you've got to start Google Assistant. If you swipe right or swipe left, you're going to skip tracks forward or backwards. And if you do this funny little maneuver with your finger, you're going to get the volumes going up or down. In general, I found these controls the welcome compared to Google Home, as you don't have anywhere near as many physical controls or hardware functions on the Google Home device. But that said, I did find the Sony's gestures a bit hit and miss and only worked oh, about 75% of the time. In which case, just like with Google Home, you can command it with your voice. For the most part, I find voice control to be on par with Google Home, but when you're more than five minutes away and you're playing music, it isn't so good. Hearing that wake command, yes, definitely could be a lot better. Let's do a quick side-by-side -side comparison of the Sony compared to its closest rival, the Google Home. To keep this as fair as possible, I've set both to 75% volume and placed them both equally distant from the microphone. Google Home. Sony. Google Home. Sony. Google Home Sony Sony Google Home Sony Information Society. Google Home. That's a difficult question because I didn't know we were in the Information Society. Sony. Google Home. 
to be fair to both devices, reproducing on audio recorded on my sound gear, and then replay back through your gear, it's not gonna be the same as hearing it in person. I found the Sony to have an even sound signature that is good producing, it's good at reproducing lows, mids, and highs, but it can distort at high levels above 85%. The Google Home has better sounding bass at the expense of mids and vocals. The Sony could do a bit more bass, so I wonder if they actually included treble and bass controls, which you get on the Google Home, by the way, that could be addressed, but who knows? What could be better? The far-field mics, touch controls instead of air gestures, and in-app support, as I said just before, for your treble and bass. So what do I like? I like the form factor and the choice of colors. The numeric front on the front is great, and importantly, the sound quality, which is good, rich, and I think better than Google Home. But is that really worth the extra money? Okay, in my opinion, no. Especially if you pay like $249 for the Sony device. It's home, the home is on, you know, is only a slight drop in sound quality and definitely better value $179. Plus, if Google turns on voice calls in Australia, then Sony currently doesn't support this feature. So be ready for that disappointment. Well, that concludes today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions, please find me on Twitter, C Vanderstock. Otherwise, I'm around on Instagram, YouTube, of course, and anywhere your favorite podcast is held. If you could do me a favor, please leave a review on iTunes and consider subscribing. Weekly Tech Vibe is produced by Chris Vanistock with music by DJ Quads. Produced every Wednesday and Friday. Until next time, stay techie.